0: Great people management and leadership is one of the most sought after and yet hard to crack skills. I've always personally admired people that are able to get the most out of teams, which are predominantly formed by people of different backgrounds, ages, nationalities, and even goals in life. This curiosity has brought me to invite Christy Wilmer as a guest to the podcast today. Christy is a strong commercial leader that's worked for the likes of Philip Morris, Co. and Kellogg's, managing big teams and customers. She was also recognized as one of the top women in grocery by Top Grocer in 2016. With Christy, I'm going to try to crack how one individual can motivate the whole team and get the most out of it. Hi, Christy. Thanks for joining us today. How are you?
1: I am well, Daniel. Thanks so much for having me.
0: It's a pleasure, and yeah, as I said in the introduction before, people, leadership, management is a challenging one, but let's go to the start, actually, because I know that you've entered positions where you found a team there, and when you enter a management position like this, how do you actually assess the talent that you have in that team?
1: Sure. Thanks, Daniel. Well, I'll, I'll start by saying that I'm a big believer that one of the most important things you can do in a new leadership position is get the right people in the right seats. And once this is done, results will follow. But you know, this takes this takes time. So, getting back to your question, when entering a new leadership assignment, there's really you know three things I'm going to tackle in the first 90 days. So, the first is I'm going to dive into team and individual results. But I'm also going to observe behavior. So simply put, is the individual or team delivering against objectives? So, for example, are revenue and profit goals being achieved? Is performance being effectively managed? Some organizations uh, link this back to the what and the how. I'm also going to, from an observation perspective, look at are the values of the company being upheld? Are they being demonstrated day to day? Yeah. And then, you know, finally is there trust within the team and are they accountable uh, and do do gaps exist within this area and the reason why i hone in here is because trust and accountability are two skills most commonly found in high performing teams yeah so second i'm going to ask a lot of questions so it's important to hear from the team at large where possible by asking all employees are possible, or employee groups and larger teams, a handful of simple questions, and they need to be consistent. They could be as simple or basic as what's working, what's not working, and and maybe a, a third that you're curious about. What you'll find very quickly is that there are common themes or threads that rise to the top that are going to provide a lens on what the opportunities are within the team, and what the strengths are within the team. And that then helps you prioritize areas where you should invest time in your first 120 days. Mm -hmm. And I'd also suggest during this time to understand the why behind the way things are being done so you're not dismantling things that are effective or important to the team culture because you certainly don't want to create any unnecessary headwinds to create that high-performing team. Okay, and The third is, it's simple, but it's a lot of listening. And there's a couple ways to do this, but I typically have my direct reports or functions update me on the business and organization as I enter a new assignment. And of course, this is going to bring clarity to their work, but it also provides insight into their skill sets. And I'll also, through different forums, like staff meetings or team meetings, one-on-ones, customer engagements, and the like, assess through uh, listening. So at the end of 90 days the, the picture is typically clear on what priorities need to be executed to begin working towards managing a high performing team and and then what also happens is you'll have a line of sight on if you have the right players on the team and what you may do what you might need to do in terms of managing performance if necessary.
0: Mhm. Okay. And actually once you're in that team you're managing it you see the different talent, the caliber that you have within. What are your actual top three tools to keep this team motivated?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, and this has become increasingly important as employees expect more from their employees today than they have in the past. In okay. Time. I'm sure this is this is a subject I'm sure you're you know very familiar with um, in, in your role. I am. But <laughs> I'll lead by saying that the, the backbone of the three tools I'm going to talk about today must be communication, and and, and the more the better, of course.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but but the first is the creation of a game plan, and this establishes the vision for the team and the mission. Or you can think about it like a roadmap, and that the benefit of this is that. This document will clearly define the business and organizational priorities. And and this is different than what are my objectives for the year. Uh, This is going to lay out what's going to happen over the next year plus from a priority perspective. And the team creates the tactics and action plans that will be executed. And the team then further engages by committing themselves to the execution of the action plan for the year so they buy in they enlist in forming a team to ensure that action plan gets executed and they're accountable for progress along the way updates and the benefit of this is that this process creates buy-in and enlist the team so the first is critical in terms of vision priorities mm-hmm. uh, via, vis-a-vis the game plan. Two is mm-hmm. celebrating success through a recognition system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first and foremost, this allows the team to see the impact of, of their work. And, yeah. you know, from, from my early days in my career, I think I made the mistake of you know thinking recognition had to be formal and elaborate, expensive, resource intensive. And my team's taught me over the years that this is, you know, really not the case Mm-hmm. What's more important is, you know, the process, the consistency, the frequency in which the team can really rely on that you're going to de- deliver that. It becomes ingrained in, in, in your culture. So I just I'll share some ideas. Yeah, go um, for it. And, yeah. So you know, if you think about recognition and, and you want to put a process in place from a monthly perspective, recognizing wins and goals from a monthly perspective are important. And you can do that through an informal team gathering or a webinar, depending upon how big your team is. You can host small lunches. Mm -hmm. You can supplement through monthly newsletters, cascading on video monitors. Uh, I've seen really great recognition through pulling together peer recognition where peers recognize one another. That's been very successful and also do instill that the company's values are being met uh, quarterly value recognition awards also instill that you're operating the how in the right way, which I think is fantastic Finally I, I would say celebrating with the team after you know a big meeting a big accomplishment, something that you've been working on for a long time works great, but you know these ideas aren't necessarily new or really innovative. Again, yeah. I go back to, it's the consistency in which you execute these ideas, where your culture becomes performance-based and the team becomes recognized for their achievements. And I think that is the, the linchpin to the recognition system, no matter mm-hmm. what tools you mm-hmm. use to recognize.
0: Oh, that's an interesting point because I think that usually we're more used to, as you're saying, seeing recognition seen as a big thing. And maybe it is more a systems thing that it's consistent more than the actual recognition price.
1: Yep. So third and in last in terms of tool is providing development opportunities and experiences for the team. And, and this goes beyond a performance development plan that we're going to create individually for our deployments. Yeah. This is for the team. And you know after you've assessed your team and you have a keen understanding of what the development needs are of the team, you can use this assessment to begin to structure training for your team. So if you think about today's environment and what employees are looking for out of their employers, they're looking for consistent development opportunities and the ability to grow. Mm-hmm. And so this offers up a bit of a retention play but then it also provides additional benefits like elevating the total team's performance, which then can turn to building future leaders for your organization, which then can make your team a talent powerhouse, which then can attract new talent to your team. So really, you know, investing in your team and people is, is always a good thing and you know, traditionally a great spend.
0: Mm-hmm. Christy, how do you actually lead high-performing teams? How do you get this team, apart from being motivated, to perform well?
1: Yeah, you know, I think everyone has a different slant on what leadership means to them, uh, and, and I, I tell you, I I lead my teams through five leadership principles. Okay, and the, the first is results orientation, and. You know, think about driving sales, revenue, profit, etc. But the, the common thread here is that we all have a job to do, and mm-hmm. the company has hired us to deliver results. And I, I think sometimes that gets lost, but that has to be number one in terms of um, how I'm leading. Is that we're here to get results, and yeah. we're certainly going to do it the right way. We're going to do it through operating with the value system of the organization, but it's important that that's at, at the base of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Second is excellence. A high-performing culture does, is not complacent. Yeah. They're there they're to make things better, continuously improve, have high standards. And so that's how I'm going to lead and how I'm going to expect the team to operate Third is accountability. So we're going to be accountable for our wins, accountable for our losses and accountable to one another. Mm -hmm. Fourth is commitment to, to work and team. You know, I often lead my teams by saying, Hey, I I don't want to see one person in the office until 10 o'clock at night. I'd rather us all be here until six or seven and us all leave instead of one person being here all night long. And then last Is trust and and none of this happens without trust um, as everyone knows.
0: Yeah absolutely and finally how do you assess that the tools that you're putting in place you said the three tools to keep your team motivated the five traits of high performing teams how do you actually assess if what you're actually doing as a leader is effective or working how do you do that due diligence?
1: Yeah, you know there there are several keys to knowing where you stand as a leader and and there's there's three I'll I'll talk to. And, and the first is you've got to look at the results. Whether it's the business results, promotions, retention, cultural survey improvements, etc. But you know, you can't just look solely at the numbers because there are some things that the numbers aren't going to tell you. Yeah. So then I go to the to the second area where it it helps you understand if what you're doing is working or not and that's employee engagement Mm -hmm. so what do I mean by this Uh, and I just give a suggestion here and this could be to have some sort of separate committee or, or a passionate group of employees committed to building a strong culture that would solicit feedback formally and informally from the team and provide updates to leadership on a certain frequency of, of, of time, rather than be quarterly or, or bi-monthly. And what this does is it gives employees a voice in a comfortable environment with their peers or colleagues to voice things they like to see done differently or ideas that they have. Yeah. and. The, the benefit then becomes, as a leader, you, you learn so much about what's important to the team that may have never reached your radar because maybe you didn't think it was important. I know for me personally, I uh, implemented so many things uh, over the course of my career mm-hmm. that weren't necessarily maybe important to me, but they were important to the team. And I would have never put those initiatives in place if I were just sitting in an office by myself trying to, to think about what the team needed. So that wow. voice is so critical. Mm-hmm. And then it also empowers the team to see their ideas brought to, brought to life. So getting that level of employee engagement is, is so important to understand if, if what you're doing is working. Mm-hmm. And then last is this feedback loop for yourself and you know, asking the team, how am I doing? what can I change is what we're doing effective as a team Mm -hmm. and being open to constantly evaluating whatever systems, processes, infrastructures you've put in place that you're comfortable in changing and reevaluating. So I often like to say I have open door policy and that might be a little outdated due to this new open environment.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
1: Of offices have today. But if you can create that kind of trusted environment within you know, your team, that feedback loop is going to come naturally yeah. straight to you. And I think that's what, what we're striving for um, as, as leaders.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I also think that without that trust – you, people won't feel the empowerment to be able to feedback, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, Christy, look, thanks for sharing your secrets with us. Really appreciate it.
1: Well, I certainly appreciate the opportunity and also wanted to thank the, the teams that I've had the opportunity to lead because their feedback has been certainly instrumental in my uh, journey, my leadership journey over my career.
0: Well, thanks again, Christy, and thanks to all our listeners. And we'll see you in the next edition of the Career Success Podcast. Have a great day.